Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to our weekend release. This is the bonus podcast episode where we can see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. Random things that have been sent in, extra bits from our week, and how our advice went down with you, our G and Divas. Should we get straight to it? Yes, let's do it. What responses have we got this week? This is from Mia. Do we just have a lot of G and Divas called Mia, or is it the same Mia? Do we? It's the same Mia. Oh. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I just listened to Weekend Release, Jordan's doppelganger, where Jordan shared his theory that the only thing that can't go into a sandwich is bread. Oh, last year, I think that was. Well, my two teenage nephews would beg to differ. Their speciality de la maison is a toast sandwich. God help us. It's literally two slices of fresh bread buttered with a slice of toasted bread also buttered in between. I mean, fair play, that I'd, I'd give that a go. They claim it's amazing because of the crunch. Yeah. I'm not saying that I condone this behaviour, but it does exist on the plates of these two lovable idiots. And to be honest, sounds like something cooked up by students with a hangover and an empty larder. Much love, Mia. Toast on a butty. A toast butty. Do you know what? I'm Why not don't a, you try that? I've not had a toasty in ages. Oh, jeez. I do toasty. like a toasty. Yeah. Yeah. Or a baked bean toasty. Did you have a baked bean toasty? No. That would be weird. Your mum never used to make them. No. Be like lava, piping up. I will try that. Give Toast it a go. Bread. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carbs are carbs are carbs. Good for after the gym, maybe. Mm, why not? This is from Aaron, or Aaron, depending on how he says it. Hi, William Jordan and EPB. I'm writing to let you know about an incredible moment with strangers during my trip to Egypt. I was on a tour of the pyramids with a real mix of people from around the world. Our tour guide suggested we have a call and return in case the group got separated throughout the day. You can see where this is going. Oh, my God. I thought this was the perfect opportunity to introduce Wendy's potato peeler to the world of ancient Egypt. (laughs) The the pharaohs would be proud. Ancient Egypt would have gone on for just a little bit longer. Uh, It took a good five minutes to explain what the hell I was talking about and why it would be funny. But I had most of them on board or at least agreeing to shut me up. The ultimate moment was when we were halfway into the tunnel of the Great Pyramid when one of the older guys turned around and could see someone had overtaken me at the only gap in the tunnel. He gave a massive grin and and wink and yelled out, Wendy! And the response of... Came out of ten other mouths and Amazing. echoed all around the pyramid chamber. Amazing. I just cannot, <laughs> cannot get over it. it. Just every week it's getting more and more... We were in ancient Egypt. Yes. I've always wanted to do the pyramids of Giza. 
Right. <laughs> is it? Is it Puma Tequila? I think so, yeah. yes. Is it Howard Carter? Yeah, yes, yeah. well done. Oh, get you. Remember that from school? Yes, and Lord Carnarvon. Yeah, you'd yep. be proud with Howard Carter. Would you? Yeah. What do you see? Potato peelers. Well, it wasn't that what he was. Hier- hieroglyphic of a potato, potato on the wall. I bet, you the, <laughs> hey, I bet you the Egyptians had potato peelers. They were way ahead of their time. Yes, they probably did. I bet yes. they had potato peelers. Well, everyone else been using a knife up until 1972 when the potato peeler was invented. <laughs> Was the potato peeler invented in 1932? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, probably. But, but yeah, but they had their own potato. But they had electric can openers then. Anyway, yeah. so there you go. It's penetrated the last standing ancient wonder of the world. Keep bringing the laughs. Cheers, that Aaron. Is, Aaron, you've met my... Yes. You've met my day there. That's fantastic. You know, I want to be there when it happens. Like, you want to be in ancient out, Egypt? Like, out of the blue, you just hear... Gene <laughs> mm, Devers... Here is out. If you ever see me, William, or Ben, <laughs> no, because this could really in, backfire. Out in public, <laughs> just get your phone out, record it, and just shout, "Wendy!" No, because I'll and have we to will then have shout. To shout. Get about your potato peeler. So if you ever see us in public, shout it at us, please. As long as it's in an appropriate place. There, there are times I won't be shouting. Oh my that. god! I totally forgot to. I f- totally. You've just reminded me. Andy Peters came up to me on Saturday Night Takeaway. Did he say? And said, can you... Um, my Did friend, he get it wrong? My friend told me to say, Wendy, can I buy you a potato peeler? Amazing. And then uh, Loose Women as well. The most, yeah. I think I mentioned this when I was on Loose Women. Most of the um, <laughs> texts, they were like, ask Jordan anything. And most of them, this girl came up and said, why is everyone asking Wendy if they can borrow her potato peeler? <laughs> they should have asked you that on the But yeah, on even Andy, Andy Peters, actual Andy Peters said yes. to me, can I borrow your potato peeler? He goes to my gym. I wonder it, if he come up to he? me and say it in my gym. Does he really? Mm. Mm. It, ben might be responsible for the um, Wendy potato peeler thing because Loose Women put out a thing going, Jordan Olsen on the show tomorrow, what questions do you want to ask? And Ben pop it, popped it on our story going, Gene Devers, do your work oh, type of thing. Did you? His little <laughs> face. <laughs> You're worth your weight in gold, you. You really are. Anyway, Aaron, thank you for letting us know that we have uh, we have. That's amazing. Penetrated the Sphinx. If anyone's <laughs> travelling to, if anyone's travelling to like the North Pole or somewhere, if you can yes. get it as far as there. Yeah. Start like scratching off the countries. Just, <laughs> and just, and if you ever, if you see William in the street in London, and he's look, we've not talked about your luxury coat yet. By yeah, the my way. new coat. Your new coat. This yeah. got his initials on. And he's looking very prim and proper. It was a gift, I should point out. But yeah, who got you that? Long story. Your mum? No. Dad? No. Mikey? No. Because we all know when. My secret lover. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Answers to the name of Sean. Uh, this is from anonymous. Dear who William... got you? The... Who's called Sean that bought you a coat? I don't want to say. Look, I've signed an NDA. We can't talk about it. Who's Sean? He's got to book me. You don't know anyone called Sean. <coughs> On intimate terms. Are you, are you in a thruple? No, I'm not in a thruple. <laughs> thruple? How, I, well, who's Sean? What? Have you left Mikey for someone No. Called? Who the hell is Sean? I can't... And I why are you buying a tailored coat? He's just keeping it quiet and, you know. He's just got a new job. No? No, not that Sean. <laughs> Sean who? Oh, Mendes. Oh, for I can't God's say. sake. I can't say. Sean Mendes is not buying your coat. It's just keeping me quiet. <laughs> Sean anyway, go on. This is from Anonymous. Dear William Jordan and EPB, 
the letter about road rage etiquette brought to mind an experience I had a couple of years ago. Whilst driving the streets of my home city, I was cut up by a white van, which went on to flash lights at me, shout aggressive abuse, and generally be an intimidating knobhead. I was furious. I memorised the registration number of the van and the company name, and when I stopped, did a bit of googling. Lo and behold, it turned out to be a tin pot company from about 300 miles away, and when I clicked on the images, there was a LinkedIn profile of the driver of the van. His behaviour was totally unacceptable and rude, but something the police should be dealing with, probably not, I took matters into my own hands. When I got home, I addressed a small jiffy bag to the individual concerned at the company's registered address and then let my dog out into the garden. When she had done her business... A fair... Well, you know what she did. <laughs> so she sent... There dog... was a note that then... T- read it, read it properly. Well, she scooped the, the fresh watsit into the bag and put a note in that said... A massive shit for a massive shit, and popped it in the post. I would have said that's for cutting me up. You, c- I would have been a bit more direct. If you, I mean, I wouldn't have done the what's it bit, but Ugh. I would have. I feel this act allowed me to vent my frustration at the horrible man while saving, wasting any police time. I hope he learned his lesson. It's not nice to behave like an idiot on the road, especially when you can be located on Google in twenty seconds flat. Yours, anonymous. Anonymous. And a lot of people disagree with me. Here. As lo- I don't know if that's elite legal or not, but. Fair play to you. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Um, I, there's, there's... I think the moral of the story, yes, you're right. If you have got your company van or like you've had the radio station that you used to work on on a car, you've got to kind of drive fairly sensibly. There's a few people I'd like to send shit to. Mm, two. Maybe three. <laughs> Maybe one, actually. Mm. Yeah. Any particular person? No, we're no. not talking about it. Because I, I genuinely do love everyone. Mm. But there's a couple of people that I would quite happily send shit to. Really? What's your address again? <laughs> <laughs> do you not think that's... A good... I, don't, I wouldn't do that. I think no one deserves that. It's also not fair on the postman. I don't disagree with that. You don't disagree? I mean, if someone cuts you up and apologises, but... Yeah. Mm. It's just the way I am at the moment. It's just the mood I'm in. Okay. Uh, This is from Sarah. Dear William Jordan and PB, on one recent Saturday afternoon, I was tackling the ironing in the kitchen and decided to spin down the back catalogue of a little lightning day. Do you? It's Saturday afternoon if I'm in mine or Sunday morning. Right. Who even am I? What's happened? I love having a little lightning day. Uh, Well, Sarah decided to spin down the back catalogue of our podcast and play where her finger landed. A sexted roulette, she says, if we will. It landed on the one with the vabbing dilemma, which is a classic. Mm. During the vabbing story, my 24-year-old son came in and said, Mother, I couldn't help overhearing what you've been listening to and I don't think it's right for you. It's too rude. He then called his sisters, twins, age 22, and told them I was listening to things I shouldn't, as it wasn't age appropriate. So my question is, how old is too old to listen to your podcast? Is there an upper age range? And is it okay for your children to filter your podcasts? Love you both very much. Keep up the amazing show. Yours sincerely, Sarah. Absolutely not, Sarah. We don't care how old you are. We would say minimum age of 18? 16? Mm, I have a 16-year-old cousin and I told her mum that she shouldn't be listening to it. Right. But that's because I'm quite protective of that. Yeah. 18. 18 plus. Sarah! I think we're beyond 12A, let's put it that way. Yeah, Sarah, like, no, there's no um, maximum age limit. No, and look, also, I'd also say to your children, and this is maybe not what they want to hear, you didn't invent sex, okay? So, it's all gone on. I know we like to believe that our parents and parents' generation have never, you know, they only had sex how many times? Four. In your case, twice in mine. 
but One you know, it all goes on. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't yes. worry. Carry on, carry on listening. It's not a problem. Maybe, maybe get some headphones. So yeah. Then your children don't know. And actually, when I iron, sometimes I actually have to put it on headphones because actually the noise of the iron. I miss if I'm listening to speech-based radio or stuff. It will. How noisy is your iron? Oh, it's, quite, it's a whole ironing system. You know me. I've always had this ironing system since I was eighteen. I'm saying when I brush my teeth, sometimes I got it. How, what? Well, that's. I mean, you've got something or vibrating in your mouth. I'm shaving, but I'm using my razor. Mm. But ironing. Yeah, it can be quite quite loud. Anyway, um, thank you very much. We will see you for our live stream which is on Monday the 20th of March, yep. 7.30 British time, on YouTube and TikTok. If you can't join us, don't worry, not a problem. You'll hear that in a, in a later episode. We're going live, baby. But it will be an edited version. So if you want to have us raw, then Monday, <laughs> Monday the 20th of March, 7.30 British time, is for you. See you on the live stream. 